so excited by the way I'm extremely very excited today that I am after some time ah, I'm coming back at you welcome welcome my friends welcome everybody to my podcast my name is Harriet and um, welcome to my podcast um, I love to talk I thought what better way to use my love for talking than you know just record a few things and stories that have changed and impacted my life to hopefully change your life as well yeah so um this is the reason I do this this is the reason I do this for you guys and for me sometimes I just need a reminder you know life happens right and <laughs> What do we say? You know, like how they say, um, whatever you say or do might be might be used against you. You know, <laughs> usually in the movies. So I don't know whether it happens in real life when they're arresting people. Yeah. So um, I love to go back to my own podcast just to use them against me when I'm not doing what I said I would do, or what I'm asking you to do, right? Or what I'm advising us to do. So yes, um, I have a number of of. Um, of, um, episodes guys in this podcast so um please please listen to them i encourage you to listen to them and but mostly share with your friend um you might not need it uh, and your friend might need it more so you never know who you're helping um i'm sure because i know that these episodes have blessed me It's just basic stuff, really. What I go through, what I see people go through, or, you know, just basic stuff. Um, um, I'm on Twitter, guys. I'm on Twitter. My Twitter handle is addiction at addiction. Uh, please um, follow me on Twitter and <laughs> let's see what we can do together. Um, I'm also on Instagram, but guess what? Only because um, I love to talk again, so I have um, small inspirations every now and then, uh, just for you, for me, for you know, just just on Instagram. I'm, I'm at Adigo underscore Adigo, and uh, yeah. So once in a while, I go there to just <laughs> say one or two things, you know, small clips. opportunities, maximizing a door that opens. Not very long ago, I read somewhere something that says that wherever you go, wherever you go, leave a footprint. Leave your footprint there. The people will remember you. You know, they will say, hey, this person was here. In people's heads, in people's memories, in people's homes. Leave a footprint for wherever you go. You just never know whose life you're impacting. And in a good way. In a good way. So what do I mean by seizing opportunity? By maximizing your chances? By using doors that open? Oh, oh, sometime back. Um, um, and, and, and not just sometime. Not recently. But some really some time back. Like two years back door opened for me and I was asked to do something 
as my nature is I brought my best to the table I did my absolute best with determination I was very intentional about what I was doing I did my groundwork, my research I went overboard to um, even do what they hadn't asked but in line with that and I didn't know that people were looking, I didn't know that people were getting impressed, I didn't know that in the process I was touching and changing people's lives, the youth like me and even the elders and even the elders actually more, I didn't know that I was doing excellent actually I was thinking oh my god oh my god, how did I even why, I don't know if I'm messages you did good thank you for this and testimonies of people and I'm like Jesus what is this and I was in a space in a corporate space and here I am because I am not corporate by the way I am I'm really just a simple girl with a simple casual lifestyle but you know it sounds like these people are moved like even that person even them even them really I just brought my best and because I did my very best one door after another opened because of that first door and it's been two years and things are still happening doors are opening I've met great people you guys and you know what I attribute that to not luck you know and I know that very many times you know that person that you've called lucky because of their achievements we have called people lucky or because we've attributed their success or progress or achievements to them knowing somebody influential which might be true to some extent but not really not always even and I think that we need to give credit where credit is where credit is due people really work hard I've seen that people really even with connections they really have earned it because legit people that are connected will only only recommend somebody that is hard working that they can trust that will not ruin their name do you know that is true and so even even when they have connections my friend they have worked hard to get there There are times when I, even I have called somebody else lucky or that, that just, you know, but it's not true. I've come to know that if we are intentional about what we do, we are rewarded. You know that old saying that you reap what you sow? It is very true. <laughs> it is very true. So today I've come to tell you, my friends, to encourage you, my dears, that as much as I wouldn't want to say. 
this but I will, I will say it anyway is, 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 we are all not fortunate that we know influential people we are all not fortunate that we've gone to these prestigious schools or we have met this I don't know we are not fortunate so how do we get to the circles how do we get to our turning point is it possible that we miss our turning point because we are waiting for something else that looks like a turning point is it possible that we ignore every other little petty small tiny thing when, when we are eyeing the big golden shiny stuff and I can tell you that that is how we miss open doors because for most of us open doors look big open doors look goldish open doors are fancy we don't think something small and minute and something very that doesn't look like has a future is, is might be an open door so many of us have turned down offers have ignored um, requests so you know opportunities to volunteer because man I've gone to school I've come all the way you are a young lawyer and you don't want to do anything for anyone for free because you're maximizing money you don't have time you need to buy land you need to buy a car you need to get married so you won't do anything for free for anyone because man you have to pay me how do you know if that person that you're helping for free is going to be your next big thing how do you know that that young person that you you that person you're offering to help or to walk down uh, the stairs or to how do you know what is going to be your turning turning point? How do you know that the small thing that doesn't look like it has anything that it will ever you know come to anything or value? How do you know? asked to do something but because we've not been paid as much as we want or because we've not been paid at all or because we have um, better skills we've done better things we ignore and we walk away and and some of us even love to compare ourselves with other people and say hey i deserve it more than them i have more credentials i have more i don't know why look at me i am a daughter and a son of so and so so what are you telling me to do we are not humble enough. We're not. Pr- we are proud. We're too proud. We think that how dare we do that? But I am sorry to tell you that. Look around you. Hear people's stories. Every successful person, genuinely, has a very humble background. They may not have been poor, but they've known the value of humility. They've known the value of seizing an opportunity, of using it to their absolute best. What is my seizing opportunity today? What am I? Even when what you've been asked doesn't look like it will become anything at all. Do it with everything that you have. Do it like it's the last thing you're going to do alive. When you've been asked to cook for the ladies, cook food, my friend. Even if you do not know how, <laughs> do your absolute best. Because you guess what? Being excellent doesn't always mean you're going to, to be victorious, so you're going to win. Being excellent can even result into a failure. But let me tell you something. No one is going to, 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 to blame you for losing when they've seen that you've done your best. 
even your own consciousness brother sorry even your own conscience you know you will feel at peace because i mean you have done you absolutely like well we failed but we did our best you will not beat yourself up like somebody that did not do anything at all and like if only i did that two years ago when i was asked to do what i did i didn't know that there was another opportunity i didn't know that people were looking i just did my best and everything that has happened to me since then has been because of that day so i have experience when i tell you that when something opens do not don't care for who has brought it to you what it means to you do it if you've been asked to carry out a task carry it if you're working for your employer whether he's mean or he's bad my friend that is your role let them be able to say that hey let them value you that they will say we cannot lose that person have you ever seen employees who the employer said no 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 not her not him we cannot lose him what do you think they are human like you but they they bring their absolute best at home be the pride of your parents in society whatever you do small or big small or big you absolutely best my friend and guess what there's a, 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 a the former rest in peace ceo um of safaricom uh kenya um bob kolimo i i i loved that i loved him not because i never met i never met him by the way but there was something about him and, and when he died it, it it for me it was like i've lost my aunt and an uncle because that's how closely i used to follow him but when at, at his funeral service and his wife was you know she said she was reading a poem that he had left to them his favorite poem and all i could pick from that poem was person's a person no matter how small person is still a person whether they're cleaner whether they are the you know the janitor whether they are uh, the carpenter the cobbler the plumber the the, the guy that the taxi tout or a driver or person to person no matter how small yes what am i saying that bring your best to the table when you are a wife or you're a young lady who i don't know doing your house chores do it like your life depends on it yes do it like your life depends on it when you're pitching an idea when you're in a conference room when you're when you're asked to 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 speak about something do your absolute best bring your very best to the table it will not go You know that saying that goes that uh, you reap what you sow. It is very true. It is very true. You only reap what you sow, and it's it it it's it, it's not. It, there's no time limit to it. It might take for you some time, because all of our time frames are different. Do you understand? For some person, it might pay off very fast, and for another, another it takes some time. But one thing is for sure. so so i thought what better way what better to tell my friends this 
was in primary, I was <laughs> in my small Ugandan kindergarten school. We had um, a school motto. That says that um, <laughs> I want to say it in the local language, but you might not understand it. Mm-hmm. But it used to say that Nezuko Kolima Garimaji. What that means is that um, you, you see, um, eggs there were once eggs to literally translate it for you there's, 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 there's a story there's a seedling that you plant for you to get a tree and fruits and what's not after that so what are you planting what are the footprints you're leaving at your workplace are you the kind of person that your boss is going to be um, let go of very easily like ah, you try and ask for salary income and like ah, no you can go are you the kind of person that your friends will not look forward to me because I mean you only train them you do not are you the kind of person that nobody can count on <laughs> to, otherwise it will be very unfortunate you know may we live a life of service that comes from living a life of service to other people. It's only a servant that is humble enough. <laughs> and I've seen very many examples of servants. I've seen the, the, the one that we celebrate, Nelson Mandela. I've seen, I've heard of and read about Martin Luther. You know, uh, King Jr. We have read about, I don't know, and, 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 and my King, my Jesus. Jesus was the, the, the best example of a servant. He was a servant without questions. Without questions. Yeah, so my friends, don't miss your window. Don't miss an opportunity to, 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 to make, to, put, to, to insert your footprint, to leave your footprint because you're looking for big things, for shiny things. Don't miss out on your opportunity. Seize every opportunity. And, and, and blessings and rewards will come back to you unexpectedly. And then it will all make sense. It will all make sense later, okay? I know money is important. It's very good, yes. I know that status is important, yes. But to what extent? Really, to what extent? There are those petty stuff. Money? <laughs> really? status really then what if I'm called the CEO then what if I have all the money in the world then what something about your name something about your integrity something about your what you are a doctor you are a nurse you are a health practitioner you swore an oath to take care of people's lives to save lives at all costs and you are the one that's asking for bribes are you kidding me your service in your humble way if you maximize your opportunity and do your best as a doctor my friend you effort will not go unnoticed you're a teacher do your best there do your absolute best take every day as it comes shall 
challenging stereotypes, challenging protocol, challenging, you know, because they're like, ah, you can no longer be um, honest, you can no longer, you know, do this and that, you need to be tough, survival for the fittest. There's a lot of propaganda, a lot of propaganda. Everyone is saying what they feel like because they need to survive. <laughs> you're not everyone, you're just a person that, you know, absolute best take every opportunity as an opportunity to serve opportunity to make impact seize opportunity and stop saying that people are lucky stop saying that someone is favored someone is highly connected no no and when you get an opportunity for example when you ask to do something and you're in a platform with influential people people that you always only dreamed of don't shy away from them if you do not know how to speak English, do the sign language. You, they will be fine. Yes, they will be fine. Do what you have to do to enter that place you want to go to. Yes. The other day, my friend, somebody gave me an opportunity. They came to me and told me something that happened to them. And I was like, wow. I love to talk to people. And I was talking to this person. They're not my friends. And they told me, hey, you know what? A volunteer rather I graduated six years ago and I've never got any job so I've been volunteering in this place six years and, and, and there's been people that have not even gotten as many degrees as I have but they were employed, they had jobs, paying jobs in that same place and I didn't have but I was working there, I was doing their errands as a first messenger and what not and I was doing it in humility as in complaining, as in doing I just said okay, let me do this I, I was just going around doing my Shout out to you, Alion. My friend is called Alion, the one that narrated the story to me. And it's her life, and it's her story, and it's her truth. And she told me, you know what, Alion? After six years, just the other day, the HR, the human resource that was about to step out of office. Mm-hmm. Remember, the human resource has his deputies and secretaries walked up to her, just a girl that has been there running errands for them. I told her, hey, this is opportunity and I'm recommending you for it. I want you to be the next human resource manager. She said, get out of here. No way. Shut up. Like, no, really. Like, shut up. What do you mean me? She even sat there. She, like, you, I've seen you <laughs> diligently work, diligently deliver, run around for people in this place. I want you to step up. I want you to be the next person. You think that if she had gone to that place and said, Toronto, after three years, hey, I'm better, you know, educated and whatnot, should I have gone to that now? She was just busy bringing her excellence on. So that brings me to the point of we miss our opportunities, my friend, because we're looking out for big things. We are impatient. We are not humble enough. We want, we, we want rewards very fast. We're not ready to work. Hey, we have a lot of faults, my friend. But let us not castigate our own selves. Let us not ruin our lives and our future and our children's future. Mostly our children's future because we're not as patient. We're not as humble. Okay? Because we we, 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 we miss opportunities because we are looking somewhere else. 
very close around you, there's something there. There's something there that you need to explore. I can assure you that. My life has never been the same since. I know better. I've seen better. My life will never be the same that I'm sure. And I pray that when you listen to this, it reminds you of something. It pushes you to a corner. It, it brings you to, to the knowledge that you are missing a point. I love you, my people. I love you so much. It's been an absolute honor to speak to you, speak to myself. Please share this with your friends. Share this with other people. And, and let's just bless one another. I love you. My name is Harriet. And um, yes, yes, yes. It's been lovely um, hanging with you on this particular episode of my podcast. Uh, please follow me. Please uh, listen through. Please send a message if you have something to say. Let's talk. Let's get talking. I love you absolutely. If you need something, me to talk about something that I've not talked about yet in my episodes, please let me know. Otherwise, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. And I cannot wait for the next time. May God bless you for me so, so much with blessings, with help, with joy, with peace, with wisdom, with good friends, with good company, and all good things that can happen to one person in a life. Sometimes you get excited and yet come at the same time. Yes, guess what? It is a new year. Happy, happy, happy new year, my friends. Welcome with me to 2020. Hey. Okay, so welcome again. My name is Harriet. Welcome to another episode of this podcast. Now, my very first episode of this podcast. I'm excited. I don't know what we should talk about, but I think I have an idea. See, the theme of my year, I know, you know, like how people say, resolutions, this resolution, what, and they help, yeah, they do help. I also have my own resolutions, but the theme of my year is tapping, entering into untapped potentials, taking risks, like the year, it is my year of risk taking. I look forward to doing crazy things, making crazy deep decisions, you know, without bringing Mr. Think Through It, you know, without bringing Mr. Plan B. So this year for me, yes, I don't know what your theme is, but mine is let's take some of the risky decisions. Let's get out there, out of the comfort zone to see what is behind the fear, because what? What's the worst that could happen? Think about that, yeah? So I realized that sitting in a comfort zone, you know, being very calculated, can get you nowhere in a long time. You waste your time. But what's the worst that can happen? So that is what I want to find out with my year, this 2020. So I don't know what yours is. Uh, it doesn't have to be like mine, but I think you have resolutions. You have something to work through it. So mine is, I'll just do everything that I have to do, you know, to break down, to break some glass ceiling, to just, phew, the other side of fear. Ah, 
otherwise you are welcome you are welcome again and um i think for 2020 let's talk about something that is important that has been lacking that is lacking that is the reason where we for for the reason we are stranded if you are most of the time that we keep on doing the same things that we do and landing nowhere and i think that is wisdom I want us to talk about wisdom, guys. I want us to talk about wisdom. And you know, from before creation of God, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, English, from before time began, from before man was created, there was a being that is God. And you know, we always refer to God God in his wisdom. God is, because I mean, look look around you. The person that did this has to be wise, and that only can be God. But that aside, the Bible speaks of wisdom. In every day, in every in, in, in our lives, like in everything that we do, uh, at least in my life, like in a week, I hear the word wisdom countless times. I talk to my friends about wisdom countless times, you know, and I'm asked to acquire wisdom countless times. That means that wisdom is important. But what is wisdom? Yes? Do you ever think about the fact that people talk about wisdom this, wisdom that, wisdom here, wisdom there, or you need wisdom, or apply wisdom, or what is wisdom? What is this thing? You know, is it knowledge? Is it knowing? Is it an awareness? Is it, what is it? So it took time to just look through and see, this simp- I understand it now, you know, because I, I to, to do something, to apply something, I need to know what I'm applying. Yeah, so I figured if I am to be wise, I need to know what wisdom is in the beginning. So I took the liberty to understand it. And you know, because there's terms that are um, related, closely related together, right? We have knowledge and we have wisdom. Mother, like be knowledgeable, please be know be wise, have wisdom. Oh God, you're right. But what is this? Is it is this is it the same thing to be to be knowledgeable? Is it the same thing to be wise? Is it because they're related? They use them again over and over. But what is it? Before I tell you what I know wisdom to be, <laughs> I tell you a story. So, um. So this young guy, a young man, and um, for those of you that have replaced your bosses, maybe those of you that are that are being named heirs in your families, people that have culture to make to appoint heirs, but when um, the head of the family passes on, or something like that, or when you've been delegated, your boss or whoever delegates something that you've not done before you to do because they trust that you will do it you know there's always that first time on that seat that that everything breaks with you like you're sweating for no reason because <laughs> you've been asked to take on a task that you've not done before that you sometimes they don't think you can do and yet the person has given you the platform you are the rightful person according to them to carry on that task tell you you can sweat because I've been in a position like that before. Now there's this young man. My story is in the Bible. It's from the Bible. <laughs> so he 
his father passes on and then he is supposed to be the king. Now this young man comes to imagine a palace and people that are looking up to you, oh the king has come to solve our problems, just like the king does. You know, solve problems with their people and help to, to guide and direct his or her people. So this king comes and he is scared, rightfully so. Look at his age, look at the achievement of his father and, and what, what is he supposed to do with this throne and these people because now he's, he's a steward. What is he supposed to do? How does he go about the thing that he's supposed to do? He has not done it before. And this young boy is called Solomon in the Bible and his father was David. David, we know that he was a beloved king. He was a successful king. Talk about David. How do you break down King David and his achievements? And here is his son, who is not just anyone, but he is young. You know, until he comes. I don't know what you would have done, what you would have done in his position. I don't know what I would have done if I was a little boy, if I was that young boy. I think I probably would have said, God, give me counsel, give me people around me that will advise me, help me choose the right people, you know? I think that is what I should have said. Oh, guess what this boy does? He tells God, he makes a prayer to God and he's asking God of all things. He's saying, hey, give me a listening heart. <laughs> I need wisdom to know what to do. I am young. I have not done this before. Help me. What do I do? How do I go about it? Give me a listening heart, God. Give me a listening heart to listen to you, to instruction, to guiding, so that I'm able to lead these people in the way that we want and also in a, in a worthy way. My God. God was pleased. The Bible tells me that He was pleased. God was pleased. And not only did He give. <laughs> so long the wisdom, but he also said that I would give you along with the wisdom, all the wealth, all the riches. There's so many desires that you might have. And it goes down to in, in history that Solomon, King Solomon was wise. His wife was wise. And one of the examples to showcase his wisdom was when two prost prostitutes came to him. And one was saying, you know, we stay in the same place until I was this person's baby died and they wrote them over they gave them to me. You know? And now they have the life baby. And that is mine. My baby was not dead. So they, we have a scenario of two prostitutes. The fighting over one child. And they're like, hey, look, king, this is mine, this is mine. And imagine in an era where there's no DNA, you will need to know that this era, our era now, is you give, we, we, we slay with everything. We have technology. You go to give birth, people are taking pictures. As soon as you give birth to a child, there are aunties, there are people in the hospital that are taking pictures right, left, and center. That wasn't there then. There was no way of telling whose child it is. Hmm? You know? So what would you do in a position like that? I don't know. I honestly do not know what I would have done. <laughs> Guess what the king that was wise did? King Solomon. Guess what he did? Then, okay. So what are you saying the child is mine? Even though I'm saying the child is mine. The one is saying, this person is saying, oh, I went to bed with my child who is alive. Oh, I'm so good. 
So you're saying the same thing, but what happens if one child? What do I do? So people okay, fine. We will cast this child into two. So that each one of you goes with a part of the child. Okay? And one woman quickly says, no, please don't, don't do that, don't do that. Okay. The child is hers. Give it to her. Give the child to her. And then the king says, oh, you know what you're going to do? And then the other person, the other woman is just crying, like, yeah, you see, the child is mine. So King Solomon says, oh, okay, get this child and give this child to this lady who is saying, who is willingly by now giving up the child. Because it is only a mother that would let go of the child instead of harming them, they would willingly give them up to. So this is the rightful owner of this child. This is the mother. Now that is where we get what wisdom is. And the Bible says that then people were in awe, were in awe of such wisdom of this king. You know, I know God can get such wisdom, but then here is where I get for us the definition of wisdom, of what wisdom is and what it means to be wise and how we should be, you know. Because there is knowledge and there is wisdom, right? Remember when I was saying that all that could be related. Now how do we know that everything feminine was really wise? Because all of us could have seen like, hey, Bernard, whose child is this? This person is saying, so this person, I think this might be this child. Basing on all the, the information surrounding us. And, and we, yes, the awareness, the ability to know what is what is knowledge what to do, what not to do, the right, the wrong, the information, the awareness of things around us, of what better chances and all those things, awareness of what to do and what not to do is knowledge. Yes? And, 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 and you find that most of us nowadays are knowledgeable. We know what we, ought to, what we ought to do, we know what we shouldn't do, we know what is right, we know what is wrong. We know that if we do A, B, C, D, we will get A, da, 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 da. We know what, if we apply this problem, we know all those things. We have so much knowledge, but we don't have wisdom. What is wisdom? Wisdom is what King Solomon did. It's what he did. He knew that if we cut this, we, we, if we say we're going to do this, there is no mother in this entire planet that would allow their child to be cut just for them to prove a point they would give them up to Now, how many of us would think that we would want, would have applied such a skill? What am I saying? Wisdom is, wisdom is the ability to apply a skill. The ability to apply the knowledge you already know, the skill, actually. It's the skill to apply the knowledge. Is keen to apply the knowledge. He knew that he wanted to prove. He knew that now we needed only one person as a mother. But how are we going to find out who the real mother is? How are we going to solve this problem? How are we going to call the whole city to testify who was where? Are we going to go back and start to pin the place where they sleep and say, now we're going to find it. We're carrying out. Um, um, you know, research into this, we're going to uh, investigate. Because that would take time, that would take probably money, that would end up nowhere, it would still cause more rights, uh, 
problems and scaffold your community. It will be biased in some situations. That is what we do nowadays. We know we are knowledgeable. We know the things that ought to be done or what should be done. We don't have the skills to apply them. We don't. <laughs> we don't have the skills to apply the knowledge that we already know. King Solomon hacked it. He knew that this is what I have to do. And when I do this, you will find out the real mother. So my friends, before we talk about all oh, this, what we need to be wise, you know what wisdom is? Many of us nowadays are very knowledgeable. Most of us are so knowledgeable. We are educated, we have common sense, we have them, but common sense is not wisdom. Knowledge is not wisdom. How you apply it, eh? how you apply it to get to the end result is what we call wisdom. So my friends, as we enter into as we enter into a new year, we just on the second day of January 2020. How are we going to do? What are we going to do? How are we going to apply what we know to be effective as leaders? How are we going to apply the knowledge that we have to be effective as a parent, as a leader, as a team leader, as a, as a, as a wife, as a husband, as a friend? How do we acquire this wisdom in the way? You know? And sometimes, the thing, you know, there's this term called pride. Pride has killed a lot of things. But pride and wisdom cannot go along together. They're not friends. Because wisdom comes from a place of humility. <laughs> to be wise is to heed to instruction. To heed to what? To instruction. There has to be an authority that gives instruction. There has to be somebody that listens to instruction, follows instruction. The Bible talks about it. Listen to God. You know, Proverbs is a book of wisdom. I says, my, my child, head, 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 head to instruction, head to learn, head, head to understanding. There's a certain line. That doesn't mean that our authority is the most wise. No. But how do we go through? How do we, do we meander through their instruction in wisdom? How do we apply everything that we have around us skillfully, skillfully, so that we at the end of the day, master the art of wisdom. The humility to get instruction, to be instructed, is one of the ways we can start to tap into the realm of wisdom. We, we, we have to be able to listen, to learn, to discern, to discern. Discerning means to choose between two Two options, two ways. But how are you going to have a discerning spirit? And discerning spirit is not all religious, all no, discerning spirit is just how are you going to choose between A and B? You need wisdom. You need wisdom to do that. But if you don't listen, if you don't use your eyes, if you don't look around you, if you're not slow to I don't know, if you're not patient enough, if you're not if you're not willing to learn, you will not be able to decide properly. Yeah, so you have to have an open ear. <laughs> this year you have to have an open heart, you know, eyes to see and look through. Don't take anything for granted. That's how you learn. When you learn, you start to say, okay, okay. And then you're able to decide. And then as you follow instruction, as you heed instruction, you're able to be wise. 
And one of the way, one of the sources of instruction is just um, um, elders. We learn from our elders. This doesn't mean that our elders are all knowing, no. But our elders have lived a life that we have not lived. Elders can be your father, your mother. Those ones are even, it's, 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 they've lived a life. They've been where we are. Now, there are ways or their tactics or their methodologies might be old, but they have a point. They have a point. Now, we need to look through that. What are they saying? Why are they saying what, are, what they're saying? What are they doing? Why do they do what they're doing? How do they use to go about this? Why do they do that? We need to know and to master the art of asking questions. <laughs> you don't have to learn from experience. Wisdom is learning from people's experiences. Don't wait to learn from your experience because your experience might be, you might not bounce back. Do you know that? Well, how about if I looked at other people's experiences and learned from them? That is wisdom right there. The skill to apply knowledge, the skill to apply what you see, the skill to apply what we see, what has been done. What has been trending? What is not trending? What has died? Why has it died? You know? Mm -hmm. You have to know what cancer to dismiss. What cancer to not dismiss. What, what, what do you need to embrace? What do you need to dismiss? Not everything you have to embrace. Not everything that the wise people do you have to do. No. Remember the elders are not necessarily wise. The leaders are not necessarily wise. But you have to discern. Yes, my friend. So as we enter into this new year, as we go, if we are to be successful, we need to be wise. We need to start now. It is it is not something that you have, you just pick up and take. No, it is something that you acquire. Wisdom is acquired. Because it's a skill. Skills are acquired. Yes, you might not be born wise, but you acquire wisdom. Yes, my friends. So, this, as much as this is for me, this is for you as well. Yeah? Let's learn to acquire wisdom. We have knowledge. We have so much knowledge, but it doesn't help us to pile up all that knowledge and not be able to use it <laughs> wisely. It doesn't hurt to ask questions when you don't know. To sit under wise counsel, to intern, to volunteer. That's all the ways how we, we get wisdom. Hmm? I don't have to be older than you to instruct you. I can be younger than I instruct you now. That takes humility to understand that wisdom can come from all corners. Be open minded, open to ideas, open to stuff, open to. Have an open mind. <laughs> Have an open mind. Don't, 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 don't stick to things, to, to how we do things. This is how we do this. This is how it works. There's no, there's no set rules to wisdom. The skill of applying the knowledge that you have is what I call wisdom. So I'll give you a challenge, and I give myself a challenge to acquire wisdom the right manner this 2020. And I have no doubt we shall be fine. We will succeed. We will prosper when we have the right amount of wisdom, when we know how to apply wisdom. 
Yes, my friend. So allow me to wish you a very, 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 very prosperous new year. As we go on, as we as we venture into territories that we do not know, may we be able to cultivate the skills to apply the knowledge in different spheres of our life. I love you guys. I love you so much. I wish you nothing but joy, nothing but peace, nothing but but love, you know, good health, and everything that is positive. God bless you for me. Until next time, bye.